Radio Law Talk resumes in two minutes from now. Attention master control operators and network personnel and those of you listening online, Radio Law Talk will resume right here on our streaming services and on our network feed in one minute from now. resumes in 30 seconds from now. Twenty seconds for Radio Law Talk. Fifteen seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Three, two, one. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radio Law Talk. Dot com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. We're in hour two. It's February 26, 2022. The most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. I'm here with my co-host, Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter, behind the glass. We are a team. We've been doing this for almost five years now. Oh, it's five years. Five years. Denise said, is it is? Five years? Yeah, I'm this- the official scorekeeper and also timekeeper. She's a historian. Five years we've been doing this, and I think we know what we're doing. We're pretty good at this. Today's going to be a great show. We've already started off with some great topics. If you want to see what we've talked about in the past, or if if this is being pre-recorded, you can go to radiolawtalk.com and click on the prior shows or podcasts, and you can listen to whatever podcast you want, whatever show. And the best part about it, if you want to... Like, say, for example, you want to know about Maxwell case, you just type in Maxwell in the search bar, and it'll take you to the shows, not only the show, but the hour we talked about Maxwell case. And so that's what's cool about our, our website. Go to that. We're, we're gonna, today's going to be the push our Instagram day, because Radio Law Talk has an Instagram. Uh, I think we're close to 3,000 followers or something. That doesn't sound like a lot, but hey, we, we, we love and appreciate the people that are uh, uh, there. So get us over 3,000. Again, it's Radio Law Talk. Just type in an Instagram, Radio Law Talk. We also have a Facebook page, but we 
we usually use our Instagram more than anything because we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're every, everywhere. But but our Instagram and my Instagram is at Frederick Penny One F R E D E R I C K P E N N E Y and the number one. Todd, yours is at at Todd Cunin T O D D K U H N E N. And that's what you can do to follow us if you want to today. We're going to talk about the uh, Maxwell juror and whether or not there's juror misconduct. We're going to talk about the U.S. women's soccer team, the lawsuit there, an Amazon uh, lawsuit that's going on, which I have close ties with because we've sued Lyft in a case before, uh, which is kind of the same premises that they try to argue. Amazon will try to argue, no, it's not us. It's their independent contractors, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Air Force cadets are suing for religious exemption issues uh, over uh, the the mandate and whether or not they have to get a shot. Uh, Kendall Jenner is being sued by uh, another tequila company. And actually, it's not her. It's her company is being sued. We're going to talk about that. And we're here for one thing and one thing only, and that's case or no case. But before we do that, Cal. Yes. We have BRN Network. We're thank you, thank you for joining us. So the latest affiliate out of New York. They are apparently a fairly large size affiliate that carries a lot of uh, <laughs> listeners out of New York. BRN Networks. We thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Appreciate all that you do. And, and ho- hope this show is fun for you. Remember yeah. that here's the most important thing, though. Not the most. There's multiple important things. We're not giving you legal advice. Don't don't use this and as a, as you know. I'm going to go to court. And I'm going to argue whatever radio law talk says. We're talking about general topics of law. Look at our disclaimers at the bottom of our website. You know, look. If you're tired, you know, you want to sleep late at night. You know, you just no pills are working or anything. Just read our disclaimers. You'll be out. Do not have someone read them to you while you're driving, though. That's very dangerous because you'll fall asleep. So do that, and you'll understand our disclaimers. Cal, just roll the, go ahead and roll the case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Seems like I rambled, didn't I? I kind of rambled that time, didn't but, I, Cal? But, but it was a good ramble. It was right solid. On the, on the rambling road, it was right down the middle lane. It was perfect. By okay. a rambling man. Exactly. And speaking of ramblers, the... <laughs> <laughs> rambling, rambling, man. Yeah, okay. Remember the Rambler vehicle? The yes. old Rambler, Rambler American? Well, this is not about Ramblers. This is about Maserati. Federico Levante is part of the Levante family, owners of a luxury car dealership in one of the wealthiest counties in the country, Marin County, California, in the San Francisco area. One Sunday afternoon, Federico was driving his new Maserati Moderno demo car down the 80 freeway in the East Bay, had to meet some friends. So he passed over the Highway 13 overpass. He caught a glimpse of a highway patrol car overhead, keeping an eye on traffic. The next thing Mr. Levante knew, there were red and blue lights in the rear view mirror. And he went, oh, mamma mia, 85 and a 65, another speeding ticket. Darn it, he said. This was his third ticket in a year, and he knew he'd have to fight to avoid a license suspension. So he gathered as much information as he could. And as he did, he searched the Internet for the California Vehicle Code. One highlighted headline said this, speed traps are illegal in California. Now, Levante had considered fighting this latest ticket by himself, but this time he went to the family lawyer and said, hey, what about this? Clearly, I was caught in a speed trap. And so, Signorino attorney, I ask you, case or no case? And I think, Fred, this is yours to go first. Yes, thank you for doing this. I know that area uh, very well. And 
man, I just love cutting to the chase. This is absolutely not a case. It's a scenario Cal was thinking of, and Frederico is me. He used my name. It's not Fred, but Frederico from Italy. He'd be putting it in Italy. I'm going to do the backdrop of this. Cal uh, has not got a speeding ticket for that, but he was thinking about uh, speed traps one day because he was in his hometown and saw a cop sitting there waiting. Um, and he said, you know, what? I'm going to make something up and call the guy Federico and put him down in the Bay Area. And I say it is not a case. Well, let's make one thing very clear. I've never gotten a speeding ticket in a Maserati. I mean, that much is sure. <laughs> okay, Todd, what do you think about Mr. Levante? Well, I think we're playing fast and loose with the term speed trap. Um, a speed trap, if you have a, a, a CHP officer or a highway patrol officer and they've got you on a radar gun or the aerial plane is, is checking your speed, those aren't speed traps. A speed trap, I believe, is one in which they measure the distance between two fixed points and if you make it from point A to point B after if faster than a certain amount, then then they know that you're you had to have been speeding to go between those two. It doesn't involve a highway patrol officer doing a bumper pace where they're following you and pacing your speed, or if they have you on radar. That's that's a, a those are legal. Now, speed traps are illegal in the state of California. Yep. Um, so. I, I'm going to disagree with Fred. I'm going to say that this is a case, but because he didn't, he didn't understand what a speed trap was, he was ultimately found guilty of it because it was not a speed trap that the officer employed to pull him over. Okay, fair enough. Denise Dirks, what say you about Miss Senorino Levante? I believe that Todd is wrong. Shocker. I, I believe that a speed trap is in any way of uh, measuring from point A to point B. That part's correct. But it's a speed trap unless you can show that there's been an engineering survey of the road and you can then um, qu- calibrate the, um, the gun, the radar gun, and all those kind of things. So if they don't have the survey maps and they don't have the, the proper um, underlying evidence in order to show that the accuracy of the radar gun is going to be right, then it's a speed trap in California. And what I think is that even though he's wrong on that, he's probably <laughs> right on the rest of it. So I personally do not what he I don't think it's the case. I don't think it's a case. So I'm going to disagree with Todd. I'm not going to say that it's a case and he loses. I'm going to say that it's a scenario, but it's not a case. Okay, that's fair enough. And I can give you an answer now in the minute we have remaining, or I no, can, I can no, stretch no, it no. out. Let, let's go to the next because I want to look up speed trap just Uh-oh. so that we give the correct laws to what a speed trap is or isn't. Well, it depends what state you're in too, right? Well, what the speed but, but for this one, this County. is California, so okay. it was, yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this case or no case and speed traps. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in, 855-529-7234. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. And no matter where you're listening, we thank you for turning us on on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. 
this is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens. More than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed, and as you got older, Teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council.
Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. That is Armadillo. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So we're in the middle of Radio Law Talk. This, For those of you just joining us, Radio Law Talk is the game that we play at the top of every hour. We're, case or no case. We're, uh, yeah, case or no case, sorry, is what we do at the uh, top of every hour, where Cal gambles the viability of his eternal soul on, on whether or not he can effectively dupe us by coming up with a story that he has made up out of whole cloth. Well, what do lawyers do in court? Like, no, my, my client didn't squeeze the trigger, Your no, Honor. No, I mean, no, come no, on. So, no, no. <laughs> see, see, at the judgment bar of the Almighty, I get to rely on the, quote, conventional puffery <laughs> exception. <laughs> okay, fine. It says, it, I, I'm pretty certain one of the ten says, thou shalt not lie. Not, and, and, and there's an asterisk. So in the back, it says, uh, conventional puffery doesn't, doesn't count. <laughs> not a lie. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That's my story, and I'm sticking by it. But so here's the deal, Cal. If, if, I, if I'm stating this correctly, Guy gets a ticket, but he thinks, hey, I got caught in a speed trap, and cops can't do that in California. It's illegal. And so does he fight it and win? Is this a case or no case? Now, I said it was a case. And and that, sure enough, speed traps are illegal. And we're going to tell a little interesting thing that didn't... It, so it, I was going to try to block the door closed. I didn't do it. It's my fault. Go ahead. So it, I said it was a case, yeah. but the driver of the car lost. Denise, you said. I said that it was no case. No case. Then I gave a detailed description of a speed trap. So so it, the the uh, could, she could have just said no case, but we still took five minutes to get the reason. And then uh, and then Fred, you said. <laughs> I said no case. It's no case. All, all right. So, Cal, what, what's well, going on? Well, wait a second wait. here. Well, I was going to say that afterwards, but. No, yes. let's do it before. I okay. don't want to know, Cal. So, so, Go, so, so the question here is, what's a speed trap and is yes. it illegal in California? And was Denise, Todd right or was Denise right? And the answer is. We're both right. That's right. Because we looked up really quickly under California Vehicle Code Section 40802. It says a speed trap is defined as either of the following. And subdivision one was my definition, a uh, two fixed points, and you measure the distance, and a car goes between those two points at a certain speed or above a certain, or uh, below a certain time. It means they were speeding. And Denise's was? That you had to have an engineering survey um, that... Uh, allows for the uh, radar gun to be calibrated properly and that it would give accurate measurements. Unless you do that, it's a speed trap. And under California Vehicle Code Section 40801, no peace officer shall employ a speed trap for the purpose of issuing a ticket for speeding. Well, I will give you the layman's definition, which is an officer in a hidden area there's a speed sign here and a speed sign there, and the driver does not have adequate time to slow down and respond to the second speed sign. So the officer does the, does the stopwatch and goes, oh, obviously going too fast. That's going to cost you, right? I mean, that's kind of a speed trap. So the question is, was this a case or no case? First off, there is a Levante Maserati dealership in Marin County. I wanted you to know that. Yes. But when he stepped in there, Mr. Levante's lawyer laughed him out of the office. He said, come on, man, what are you thinking? Observing traffic from a covert location 
is not a speed trap. It is called normal enforcement activity. So uh, I don't know the people who run the Levante. I also know that I think Levante is a brand is a model of a Maserati car. Anyway, no case, no, no yes! case. <laughs> and I said a scenario. So so we yay, both yay. get two, right? Yep, this? we do. I- I- interesting story about police officers' use of radar. So. So when an officer on the highway is using radar, what they do is it's a two-step process. The radar will tell them that a vehicle or something is traveling at a certain speed, and then they have to look out and see which one is going fast enough. The radar doesn't come up and say, oh, by the way, it's the Nissan with license plate number, and, and that's how they pick out cars that are speeding in traffic. I have a friend of mine who drives a Maserati. And he was coming down Interstate 80, traveling downhill where people commonly speed and cops commonly catch people yep, do hang that. out there watching, yeah. But his Maserati had a feature that recorded his speed up to the last hour. Oh. And so when he got pulled over, the officer said, uh, I, I got you doing 85. And he said, are you sure it was me? He goes, yes, I'm positive it was you. He says, because, and then he brings up, has the officers looking, he brings up the recorded speed for the last half hour, and at no time was he above the speed limit. Officer let him go. But he did drive a sexy car, and that's a reason to get pulled over. It is. It is. Just in case you're wondering. It's a small price to pay if uh, (laughs) other perks come with driving the cool car. Exactly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Cage or no cage. Next hour, a reporter and a guy who wanted to get elected but didn't because of, he said, a reporter's error. That's next hour on Case or No Case. Thanks, Cal. That was a good one. I like that one. This one, we're, we're going to talk about, We early on in our hour number one, we talked about the, the juror misconduct possibility uh, in the Scott Peterson trial. Now we're going to talk about the Maxwell trial. That's the one where the juror supposedly... Um, went on TV after the difference in the in the Scott Peterson trial is it wasn't as well publicized but she did go on and write a book didn't she she did with the other jurors about the Scott Peterson trial uh, that we talked about in in hour one so I don't want to get into that if you want to go back to our radio law talk listen to hour number one <clears throat> we discuss it but in the Maxwell trial um, we have another juror that had not revealed basically that they had uh, allegedly been sexually assaulted early on in life and they didn't mention that, right? And so now the question is, is there, does Maxwell get a new trial? Denise, you're we, we actually don't know whether or not he did or didn't mention it. Um, one of the things that, that happened that made us all kind of uh, think that this is a major problem is that that juror came out to um, the press and said, you know, the other jurors did not understand how a victim could forget about the different things that happened to them in the past. And I had to explain to him what it was like to be a victim and how that could impact your memory. And then they all got on board. And now we have a, a, a verdict that for all of us victims, right? So something to that effect. Right. That was a paraphrase. So that really set off a lot of uh, problems. So now one thing we all thought was there has to be an investigation happen. So now we're at the investigation So we're going to talk about this when we come back. uh, More about Maxwell. Is there juror misconduct? And does she get a new trial? We'll be back. As Fred said, there is more Radio Law Talk coming right up after we break away. So stay tuned.
portions of the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, 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 quick car, car, car wash. Quick, quick car wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. 
a CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Oh, that's down. Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We're back talking about the Maxwell uh, potential juror misconduct uh, in that case. We, we mentioned that this individual didn't basically fill out uh, some facts that should have probably been told to the prosecutor, the judge, and the defense counsel in Maxwell's uh, trial. Now, is this one also, this one I'm trying to think, I read it, and I, but I just, I spaced it. Are they... Is this person testifying also, or no? Or are they just trying to figure out? This no, is the I think that they've they've had um, the judge te- looking at it. The judge has already made some findings. The judge has said, you know, the problem here is not that we had a person that um, had a sexual assault or was a sexual abuse victim on the jury. That's not the problem. The problem is whether or not the juror answered the questions um, about being a victim honestly, so that any bias could be. Um, sought. And, and so the status of the investigation is is kind of this, all right? So on Thursday of last week, the uh, they unsealed, the court unsealed and provided to both sides the questionnaires and the answers to those questionnaires. Now, up until this point, this juror, Scotty David, said, you know, I just blew through it. But if I'd been asked any questions, I would have been honest, but I blew through it, indicating he didn't remember what his answer was. The unsealing as of Thursday night showed that he answered no on the question about whether or not he'd been a previous uh, victim of sexual abuse or sexual, uh, um, was it sexual harassment, sexual abuse, or sexual assault. And he answered no to those questions. So the, the court made a ruling on Friday, and the court ordered that this individual has to appear for an evidentiary hearing. And that's based upon what was revealed. And so he, he's got to answer those questions about, why did you put what you put on the jury questionnaire? And so that is the status right now of, of the investigation with him. He's got to answer. Now, he's been ordered to appear. And if it plays out the same way the Scott Peterson one played out, the next thing you would expect is that the person would plead the fifth and, and say, I, I'm not going to testify or provide any statement because it could incriminate him. Because as you pointed out, Denise, these questionnaires are all under the penalty of perjury. 
And so then the next phase, if we put on our, well, what could happen next hat is, is there some sort of immunity agreement to allow him to come in and testify as to what he said, what he meant, what he did or didn't do? But right now, he's just been ordered to appear for a hearing. <coughs> Excuse me. So right. here's the interesting thing to me. The interesting thing is, is he quote, this is a quote from him. By the way, that's not his, his first name's not used. That's his middle and last name, right? Um, the answer, uh, he said the following. Um, I quote, flew through the initial questionnaire. So in other words, he went, just blew through it really fast. And so I, and he talks about, he would have answered honestly about it, his own history of it. Um, had they asked me during voir dire follow through. Now here's the issue with that. He's trying to get out of it. This is why I say, I say this. Why would they ask you in Vordire about that if you already checked, no, I've never had an issue? I could see def the, the other counsel and the judge saying, counsel, he said no. What are you, cross-examining? Are you sure you said no? Are you sure you haven't been? The, 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 the counsel's not going to ask that. Neither counsel are. Especially on that kind a of a question. question is so direct. And it's, and it's personal. In, in my own experience, they asked if I ever had an experience with a DUI. And I answered no, because I hadn't, and I personalized that. But then when they went further and asked me questions that attorneys did, I remembered that I had represented somebody to get the DUI um, uh, expunged. And so I didn't write it down on the questionnaire, that, because I, I didn't connect it to me personally. But then when I was asked follow-up questions, um, even though I'd answered no, I was asked follow-up questions, and I had to disclose that, and I realized I forgot to disclose this. And that's what happened. I mean, I can see it happening, but not when you're asked if you've ever been a victim of sexual abuse. I mean, there is no way that you can say no. Right. You know, unless he's going to argue that he said no because he didn't remember it until he got in the jury room. Well, then you should you – should, <laughs> I'd like to talk to the judge and tell the judge. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> now. Yes. Now, look, we want to point out here that there are two very separate and distinct issues that have to be addressed in this particular case. One is what he said in the jury questionnaire or what he didn't say, as the case may be, which box he did or didn't check. And then the next question is that needs to be addressed is to what, what effect did his conduct in the jury room during deliberations have on the ultimate verdict that was reached by the jury because let's let's say for the sake of arguments that he had said yes on the jury questionnaire and that he was asked questions and he was allowed to remain on the jury let's just say hypothetically that was that that had happened could under those circumstances could he then go into the jury room and when certain jurors are having questions as he has stated are are concerned about account because of the memory of witnesses who testified could he under those circumstances then start to relay his own personal experiences to educate the jury as to why somebody might not remember things to help them overcome their concerns and then ultimately render a, a verdict of guilty? No. The answer is no, you can't do that. that. You can't, as a juror, you cannot consider any evidence if it was not presented at the trial. And this guy's personal experiences were not presented 
at trial. And they were done to influence the jurors. It, that's what he was taking credit for. Yes, and, and that is exactly, in my opinion, that is that is juror misconduct, period. And, and the uh, judge was very clear here to say that they're not going to investigate the other jurors. That, so I believe that there's going to be a presumption if that happened in the juror room and he did what he said he did, the other jurors don't even need to be investigated because that, that potential bias and consideration of evidence that was not presented at trial is per se a prejudicial to the defendant. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and so this is what, you know, we, we talked about um, – uh, it, it, was, it was during our first hour. And, and Fred had asked me a question when we were talking with the fireside crowd, uh, asked me a question about juries and the criminal justice system. And, and, and I conveyed this. I said, look, I have a, a, I hear this a lot. There are a lot of people that say, oh, the criminal justice system in the United States is broken. It's wrong. It, it needs to be fixed. fixed. It's terrible. And, and I'll be the first to admit that there are some challenges that we have. But my first comeback is, give me the name of a country that has a better one. Give me the name of a country that has a better criminal justice system than ours, taking into consideration all the warts and flaws and everything that our system has. I, I can't think of one, all right? And, and then the second uh, thing that I say is, if I, if I do lend credence to things need to maybe be addressed in our criminal justice system, what's the weak link in this? And I would have to say, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, it's, it's juries. I think people are entitled to juries, and I, and I agree with that. You know, the Constitution says jury trial. Jury by your peers. Jur jury by your peers. But the, the problem that we run into is, first off, a jury in a criminal trial is using a standard that we don't use too often when we make normal decisions in our life. Oftentimes, if there's an argument between two people, what do we do? I don't know. Who do I believe more? That's we where I'm going to go with. I'm very rarely called upon to make a decision where I can only act if I believe beyond a reasonable doubt that that's the correct thing to do. And then you have other questions about specific rules that you can and can't talk about. And all of these things, the jury hears the rules, and, and it's kind of a thick list. And within five minutes – they're in a jury room trying to make a decision based upon those rules they just learned. And if you're not familiar with it, that's where things like this creep in. Yeah. And, and, and it affects stuff. And that's... What's interesting, too, and, and these are our Western allies, guys. In UK, you go into a uh, criminal justice court and the defendant is behind bars. Yes. In, in, a, in a little, you know, jail inside the courtroom. And you go into... Another uh, criminal justice in, in Austria, for example, and in Austria, they're presumed to be guilty because the judge and the prosecutor work together to get the facts and charges are not brought unless there is reason to bring the charges. So they're presumed to be guilty. And these are our allies. So what Todd says is very true. We have maybe an imperfect system. But it's one of the, the best, best. systems in the world. That's exactly. When we come back, go ahead, Todd. I just want to, Cal, can you uh, save that little sound bite? What Todd said is true, and we can cue that up and play it anytime. You, you, can, you can listen to it on RadioLawTalk.com anytime I'm you good, like. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, th I think I need that. I think we need the kitty bump. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back after the uh, two lovebirds here get along uh, during the break. We'll be back after this. 
Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up here, and we thank you for listening to us. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. 
you need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170, Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is no fun. Just true. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. All right, everybody. Look, uh, we're going to talk about the U.S. women's soccer player. But I want to jump straight to Kendall Jenner case. And I'm going to do this for a reason. Now, I'm going to have Todd and Denise talk about it briefly. But I want you to go and, and look at the following. While you're listening to us, those of you listening, jump on the internet, and I want to want you. You've got you can do a Google search or Yahoo or whatever you like, and I want you to type in the following: um, Tequila eight one eight or Tequila five one two T E Q U I L A, and then hit images, and you're going to see the two different tequilas. Kendall Jenner's tequila is Tequila eight one eight. And its competitor based out of Texas is Tequila 512. And Tequila 512 is arguing that Jennifer, uh, uh, Kendall Jenner's um, Tequila 818, it's so confusing just the names, right? But uh, it is is so alike theirs that it, it confuses people. Now, the second thing is apparently when Kendall Jenner somehow, not her, but her this company that she apparently owns part of, or all of, I don't know the, the, the percentage, the Tequila 818 did some sort of ad or something. Accidentally, the Tequila 512 picture was used. That's probably an ad agency that messed up or something. And, and, and the interesting thing about that is that's when they're saying, well, either they got mixed up or they actually used it, and therefore it shows evidence that there's, there's issues here because Tequila 512 has you know, trademarks. Now, why am I saying this early? And, and Todd and Denise are going to talk about this. And we we always have opinions about stuff like this and why stuff like this is coming up. And I'll tell you, I've showed a few people the difference between the two. So make sure you're looking at your, your website and you're looking at the difference between uh, Tequila 818 and Tequila 512. So what happened is another sponsor of ours by the name of Radio Law Talk, right? Radio Law, I mean, Radio Law Talk. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Iceberg Drive-In is a sponsor of Radio Law Talk. Iceberg Drive-In is a mon pa, you know, fast food place out of uh, the state of Utah. And what is happening right now in fast food? Do you guys know? There's short shortages. They can't get stuff, right? Chicken is difficult, stuff like that. Well, I'm not going to talk about attorney-client privilege stuff and issues, but here's the deal. They got a phone call. The CEO of this small mon pa, you know, 8, 10, 12, I think 15, maybe 20, I don't know, uh, in um, um, facilities. And McDonald's was using their cups. McDonald's was filling sodas with iceberg drive-in cups and handing them out in the drive-thru and at their thing. And so what's going on, don't forget, is there's shortages of cups. And because of the issues going on in the United States, 
and they had apparently received Iceberg Drive-In's cup order, and they had apparently no cups or were out of cups, and they were using it. And and what's the first thing that people think when that happens? Well, we're going to talk to McDonald's about this and, and do this or that. No, you go get a video of them handing your cups out. And sure enough, Iceberg Drive-In did a video of the CEO president pulling up to the drive-thru, ordering a drink and some food. And what happens? This McDonald's guy hands out an iceberg driving cup with his soda in it. Publicity you can't buy. And guess what? You yeah. go to iceberg drive. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on Radio Law Talks um, Instagram, but you will see they did a parody on it on TikTok on Instagram, and it is freaking hilarious. So sometimes publicity is the best part about it. Oh, what are you gonna do? Go sue McDonald's? So what? What were the damages? Hey, I would use it for, as publicity, which is true. That's what happened. Hey, McDonald's promoted my brand. That yeah, hurts. Yeah, what's, I mean, yeah that hurts. Hey, <laughs> hey, McDonald's loves it so much, even they use our cups, right? Perfect. It's like Iceberg Drive-In drive could say, he's not heavy, he's my competitor. <laughs> which would go over well in that market. But here, here's what's going on with Kendall Jenner, because, uh, you know, listen, even youngest billionaires in the history of billionaires fall on hard times and need extra money. So she decided to, to get a little more play money, <laughs> play cash, and she was going to start a tequila brand. Monopoly money? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll, I'll just, you know what? Tequila is a market that I've never been in, but I've, I've been interested in in my less than 25 years on the planet. So I'm going to get into tequila. And so she starts out her brand and, and creates a brand, the Kendall Jenner brand of tequila, and it's Tequila 818, okay, which probably is in reference to the area code. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Uh, where she's at. But, you know, there's another tequila out there called Tequila 512. And Tequila 512 has filed a lawsuit against Kendall Jenner's 818 tequila, alleging that that... Miss Jenner had the audacity, the, the gall. How dare she use a black font, which, by the way, the color black used in fonts is easily the most widely used color in any font, yep. and, and, and use that with a yellow background, which, by the way, yellow is probably the best background to use with a black font to make the font pop. Yep. But whatever, but and 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 the lawsuit alleges that those two factors, along with the the rectangle around the logo, is just causing will cause so much confusion and infringe <laughs> on the registered trademark of five one two because we listen listen in today's day and age, we cannot expect, we cannot assume that the average consumer of tequila will be able to. Recognize the difference between the numbers 818 and 512. There's just, there, look, okay. look the, the, the color of the background and the font will totally obscure the fact that they are two completely separate numbers. Yeah, but you're missing a lot of detail. <laughs> For example, of course I am. Yeah. 208 tequila made out of potatoes from Idaho. Think about that. 
And, and oh, furthermore, wait, no. after you've had <laughs> after you've, vodka, after you've sampled a couple of shots of the beverage, you can't read numbers anyway. What, no, what are you they, say, they, they have additional items, and that's because it is called specifically tequila blanco, which means white tequila, mm-hmm. and it's a hundred percent agave, which is a certain kind of cactus, if I'm not wrong, and there is a, a top. Over the top of the uh, cork, um, the 512 says best in show on a black label. However, over the top of the cork on the 818, it says 100% Aguave Azul in a yellow label. And so I think there could be some confusion. And I don't think that that's just the major point. The other point is uh, when they were marketing, when Kendall was marketing the 818, they actually showed a picture of 512. That, that was and that a, was probably a mistake. Yes. But it was a That's mistake. the marketing company they hired. The, or was yeah, it? that probably Kendall can shift that debt or whatever, that liability onto the marketing company. But it could result in whatever she got from that marketing event, her having to split some of the proceeds. But Fred, you smell a rat here. You smell a rat, and what is the rat you I smell? I don't necessarily. Th- uh, by the way, go to Iceberg. I mean, go to uh, our Instagram at Radio Law Talk and look at the story. And I'm ready to post the uh, the fun iceberg drive-in at McDonald's snafu. But here's the deal: publicity is the best. Okay, Kendall Jenner's coming out with her 818, mm-hmm. right? And it's booming. I'm sure it's booming. I don't know, but Kendall Jenner pushes something, it goes. And I bet you they're going, doggone it, what is going on here? And I'm I'm not saying they brought a frivolous lawsuit. They may have some issues, but doggone it, they don't look alike to me. And you know what? You might as well just say you accidentally used it. And you should have, you know, uh, talked to us before you used it in that picture. And they're going to say, oh, it was an accident. It was our social media company or our marketing company accidentally did it. And guess what? What's going to happen through this whole thing? Radio Law Talk with over 100 affiliates have just talked about it and just posted all about it. And guess what? I'm not a tequila drinker, but guess what? I bet you tequila 51, is it 5112? Yeah, 512. Is now known about, right? You mean somebody may have been using possibly the legal system to boost awareness about not a product? Not saying that. No, no that, we're that, not that, saying that's that. That's why I said may, not they did, oh, but yeah. oh my, oh my, say that. it isn't so. No. It's not the case. We'll be back after this. Hour number three of Radio Law Talk is coming right up, right here, live at radiolawtalk.com and on many great local radio stations, so stay tuned. You won't want to miss not even a second of the next hour. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. (laughs) 